You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. This is the Thunder Quack Podcast. The official podcast of Thunder Quack Podcast Network where anything can happen. So strap yourselves in and hold on to your butts. It's Thunderquack time! Hey, uh, welcome back to, I guess, the Thunderquack podcast. I, I, I am one of your hosts, Michael Cohen, uh, and I'm all by myself. I'm all by myself. That's why the intro is weird. Uh, it is not the same as usual uh, I, because because I'm solo this evening. Now, here's the deal. So <clears throat> Carl and I were, were supposed to record Metaphysical Fiction, but uh, he recently got a new job and it is just not working with his schedule. So, sorry, excuse me. Um. So we're we're on uh, indefinite hiatus. This is kind of like when Pullbox went on hiatus and Cartoon Afternoon went on hiatus with with Curtis, um, and uh, we've yet to bring either of those back. But um, I actually maybe I'll have news about one of those two things coming back soon. But uh, I I uh, maybe maybe or maybe not completely unrelated to this or un you know. Uh, you guys can figure that one out. Put it together. Um, and it's Amanda's week off. Um, so she's got other stuff going on. Uh, and also is just not required. I it's yeah, she's just not required to podcast when it's not her week. So, um, so here I am by myself talking to myself, I which, you know, I mean, Hey, you guys are used to this at this point. If you are a, um, a a Patreon supporter at the five dollar level or above, then uh, then you've heard me do this multiple times now over on uh, off the record. But this isn't an off the record because normally you guys would be getting a regular release of. Uh, an episode of metaphysical fiction where, you know, Patreon supporters at $1 are going to get that early. And then everybody else gets it Friday, the same deal. Patreon.com slash thunderquack. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Brian Rierowski and JJ Samuel. You guys know all that stuff, but I, I, the off the record is the exclusive one. So this isn't technically an off the record, although it is very similar, but the difference there being this is not exclusive. This is going out to everybody uh, on podcast services across the galaxy on Friday. So, uh, yeah. Um, uh, what I'm going to do tonight, though, because this is a little bit... I'm calling an audible and uh, and just kind of getting into it. Um, uh, tonight, as I record this, actually just a, just a, a few hours ago, um, they released the 
trailer, finally, a teaser trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home. So I'm going to do basically a a rewind on it, a a review. I'm going to a commentary, a running commentary, but it's it's only a three minute trailer. So I I saw I'm not going to just talk over the trailer, but I am going to I do have it up. I'm going to play it while I talk about it. Um, Obviously, if you haven't seen the other Spider-Man movies, uh, in the MCU, uh, then uh, you're gonna get spoiled here, cause I uh, uh, that context is very important. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm I'm gonna get into it. So I'm gonna, if you don't want, if you don't want to know anything about Spider-Man No Way Home, the third Spider-Man movie, uh, for Tom Holland's uh, incarnation of Spider-Man, um, then stop listening because i'm gonna talk about it i feel like that's really self-explanatory i think you guys get it um so without further ado i think i'm gonna i'm just gonna get right into it we're gonna talk about it and when i'm done i'm done this way it's gonna be this week hope you guys enjoy it i spider-man no way home is coming out let's see when does it come out when is this movie december 17th this year it's crazy that we're getting a Spider-Man movie this year. Um, I feel like we've all been talking about it, but I don't know if, if it's, yeah, I just don't know if it, if it's like, um, it doesn't feel real, I guess. I don't know with COVID the way that it is right now, no movie releases feel real. Uh, uh, speaking of Sony pictures, uh, and Spider-Man, Sony pictures also doing ghostbusters afterlife this year. Uh, they, uh, they're screening the whole thing at CinemaCon for the attendees at that convention right now, uh, which, uh, uh, is, uh, it's very weird. It's very weird that they're showing the whole movie with a month and a half to go before it's actually released. It feels a bit unfair. It feels a bit like they're about to ruin the surprises that are in their own film. Uh, but, uh, uh, yeah, it is, it is what it is, I guess. I'm wondering, I don't know, I don't know who can go to CinemaCon, because I feel like CinemaCon, yeah, so welcome to CinemaCon, the largest and most important gathering of movie theater owners from around the world. So I don't, I don't think that the general public can just attend CinemaCon, which is such a weird place for them to show all of Ghostbusters Afterlife. Such a weird thing to do. Um, This is not the right crowd, not the right audience in my opinion, but I guess I don't get to make that call. That's up to Sony. Um, But we're not going to talk about Ghostbusters. We're going to talk about Spider-Man. So this is the the third Spider-Man movie in in the MCU. Uh, Spider-Man proper. I mean, obviously he has shown up in uh, uh, Civil War in... Infinity War and uh, Endgame, um, but uh, but but this is one of his his three movies. You know, Homecoming, Far From Home, and then No Way Home. I uh, I actually just watched Far From Home. Uh, uh, man, did we was that Saturday night? We watched Far From Home. Um, and uh, man, what a great movie that is. I mean, all all. It, you guys know how I feel about the MCU. The Spider-Man movies in particular, I think, are are some of the better ones. Um, I'm so excited because uh, John Watts, who who directed 
the three Spider-Man movies, excuse me, um, is also going to be directing Fantastic Four for the MCU. Which says to me that Spider-Man will almost certainly be in the Fantastic Four movie at some point, uh, which is very cool. Um, I, but because, I, I, I mean, com- longtime comic fans will know that that's a that's a, a, a main story from that. And it's just so funny because it's like one of those things where, you know, it was one, Fantastic Four was Fox. Spider-Man was Sony the thought of ever having Spider-Man in a Fantastic Four movie was absurd. These characters will never cross over, but, um, but it goes back to the origins of the character. Uh, uh, the human torch, Johnny storm and, uh, and Spider-Man slash Peter Parker are, are good buddies in the comics. They are, they are longtime friends. Um, and so I I am very excited to hopefully see that dynamic on screen at some point with Tom Holland Spider Man and then like to get honestly to get Human Torch in a Spider Man movie like because if we could get if we could get the movie version of Spider Man and his amazing friends uh, uh, then yeah that would be so cool but um, anyways I'm getting way off topic uh, uh, No Way Home for those who don't know is looking to be very multiverse based like a lot of the mcu stuff is right now the trailer definitely shows us a lot of that component i mean dr strange even mentions multiverse dr strange is in it dr strange is not just in it he seems to be a pretty central character um if the trailers trailer is being truthful which i mean take that with a with a massive grain of salt um, but, uh, I, he's certainly all over this trailer, uh, uh, and, uh, and the whole multiverse component of it is all over it. Um, there have been rumors for the last year and a half about Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield coming back, uh, about Spider-Verse stuff, um, all of that, uh, and, uh, and it, it all sort of, uh, uh connecting in. Um, and there appear to be some aspects of this trailer that certainly confirm some of that. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire, not so much, but Alfred Molina, I mean, he let it slip a few months back that, uh, that, that he is in Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, and, uh, uh, so, you know, we get to see him in the trailer. We also see... Uh, a pumpkin bomb from none other than uh, Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin, who we have also kind of gotten. I don't know if it's been confirmed or if it's just rumors that he's in it. Um, Michael Keaton, I think, is going to be back as the Vulture. I I think we will get the Sinister Six. I think I think that that before long we're going to discover that uh, that that maybe even Sandman is coming back um and 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 some of the other characters because uh man sinister six i there's been so many incarnations of the sinister six but a great lineup for them and what a wonderful way to do it like to just introduce all these characters bring them all together from throughout the multiverse a great lineup would be green goblin dr octopus sandman uh, uh electro who we also are pretty confident is in this 
Um, so what's that? We got four there. Uh, the lizard, and I. Uh, uh, I mean, we could we could bring in the shocker from from the MC. Oh no, sorry, vulture, vulture uh, coming in there. Actually, as a matter of fact, if so, green goblin, octopus, uh, uh, what what did I just say? Sandman, uh, electro, um, 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 vulture. What did I just? I literally just said them. I said another one, didn't I? The lizard. Did I just? Yeah, the lizard. So those those are because those are all characters that we've seen across the three Spider-Man franchises: the Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, and Tom Holland. Um, but to see them all come together, I mean, Mysterio, you can also throw in there because I do think we'll see a return from Mysterio. I have an idea based on just rewatching Far From Home. I think that the one guy, I. Uh, uh, sort of the other one that gets called out in in far from home uh as as you know like being one of the guys that tony stark wronged um the 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 box of scraps guy well i can't remember the character's name but uh the sort of the the bald guy with the mustache i he is the one who sort of like he downloads the the files and and sort of uh, uh, flees at the end of the movie. Like we, uh, there's, we wouldn't be seeing that if that weren't to set up something else. Um, and I, I maybe it's just to set up the the end, of, like the post credit scene where Peter gets revealed to the world. <laughs> Excuse me, it's getting late. Um, but and also when I talk for an extended period, my body is like, you need to yawn. Um, in any case, I, yeah, I, I, I think that he's going to be, um, he is certainly behind the video. He's certainly behind that, the, the altered video, but I think that he's going to show up as Mysterio. And I think it'll be this thing of him. Like I did, I, I, Quentin Beck is dead. Jake Gyllenhaal's Quentin Beck is dead. But the whole thing about Mysterio is illusion tech. And what better what better way to continue the Mysterio character in a great twist than to have that other guy take on the, the visage of, uh, of, of Quentin Beck, even though it's not actually him um i so you know he's in the suit he's but it's all like hollow projected or whatever or maybe we don't even see his face we're just seeing the the helmet and it's and it's just his voice he's just you know speaking in quentin beck's voice or he's not even in the suit at all and the suit is always just a holographic projection or it's a robot it's a synthesoid something right um yeah that could be great let's take a little drink there um, but, uh, yeah, uh, I, th- there are so many opportunities for that. So, so I don't know. That's what, that's seven characters that could all come back. Um, which I get, I guess that kind of makes sense. Cause we've got, we've got how many Spider-Man movies we have so far. I guess this will be, this will be eight, right? Cause we have. We have the two. We'll have the two trilogies, and then the two, and then and then the Amazing Spider-Man. It's just the two movies, but 
some of them have have more than one villain um i'm wondering if they'll introduce a new villain in in no way home uh we're not gonna say the m word uh uh <laughs> maybe i will um because yeah there's some stuff that's definitely mm, spider-man's kind of making a deal with the devil but they've got they're they've got strange in there as a proxy for that so in the comics in civil war spider-man's identity was revealed he voluntarily revealed his identity as part of civil war because it was the whole superhero registration thing right so it was like oh tony stark and uh, I, 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 the government were like hey i you know uh, reveal your identities and become government employees basically um and then Cap was like, no, that's uh, your uh, freedom and, uh, uh, you know, blah, blah, blah. Uh, and Spidey went along with the registration side of things um, and revealed his identity. And in doing so, uh, man, who gets killed? It's supposed to be him, I think, but it ends up being... Man, I think it. I think it's Aunt May that gets killed, that gets shot instead of him, and uh, by a sniper uh, who's who's trying to kill Spider-Man, obviously, and he makes a deal with Mephisto to change the 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 world so that nobody knows that he's Spider-Man anymore, um, so as if nobody knew that he was Spider-Man. It's called Brand New Day, um, and it's it's one of the more recent sort of resets for Spider Man. I mean, it was a pretty it was a pretty massive soft reboot, if you want to call it a soft reboot, because it didn't. It it's not like New Fifty Two with DC where it rebooted the whole universe. It's not like it's not like House of M that that uh, that that altered everything for everybody at at a certain point and then went back to normal. Brand New Day really just affected Spider-Man and his characters um, uh, as it was designed to. So there's a component here of that um, for sure uh, that's at play. So people are wondering, you know, is Mephisto going to get it introduced with this? But uh, I, I don't know. I think that whole Mephisto thing has been like we've been everybody's been I I. It was, everything about WandaVision was Mephisto, 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 but I don't think we're going to see it. I don't think, I don't think that the MCU, I don't think Disney wants to bring in a character who is essentially the devil. Uh, it's a bit of a weird, it's a bit of a weird choice, a bit of a stretch, but uh, uh, even for the MCU, I'm not saying that they couldn't do it and do it well, but it might not play well with certain audiences, so I think that they're gonna avoid it. But uh, uh, yeah, all of that to say, you know what? Let's let's get into watching the actual trailer. I'm gonna start playing the trailer now. So if you haven't seen the trailer, go watch it first, because I'm gonna like I'm gonna pause and talk about stuff and whatever. I've already talked about a lot, but um, I love the way that this opens with this the 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 rooftop stuff and just with MJ and and Peter. Uh, you know, being sweet and, and, uh, coupley. Um, but, uh, but then we very quickly 
show you know the aftermath of far from home right i i and there's all this stuff about you know did he kill mysterio was it the drones or whatever i'm wondering if nick fury will like sort any of this out because obviously you know i yeah i don't know it just really feels like it feels like this is the sort of thing that nick fury should handle but uh i i don't know maybe there will be an explanation for that uh maybe he's still off world but but Peter's worried about it and he's, he wants to, he's going to go to Dr. Strange to try and sort this out. I love this. I'm just going to pause here. So we, I, I we come into, to the Sanctum Sanctorum and everything is frozen. It's like everything's snowed in. Um, there's no explanation in the trailer, but obviously a spell has gone wrong. Something, some artifact has, has, uh, been broken and, and, uh, you know, uh, frozen, the whole place and they're sorting it out but uh, uh peter's here to ask uh his his buddy dr strange i like he this is so great when he's like i you know we, we saved half the world together i think you know you don't have to call me sir uh i but i i man we see the black suit here for a second um which you know if you've if you've sort of if you've been paying attention to some of the merchandise releases that we got before this, here's a really interesting part. Here's something really, really interesting. Strange is still wearing the eye of Agamotto. The eye of Agamotto was protecting the time. Sorry, the time stone. The time stone is obviously not there anymore. Does the eye of Agamotto still have power or is he just wearing it because it looks good? Uh, is it just an accessory at this point? I don't know. Was he wearing it in Endgame at the end of the movie? I'm trying to remember if he was still wearing it. But uh, uh, Peter's asking him, hey, can you... Do I just have, you know, can you fix this? Make sure, make everybody not know that I'm Spider-Man. Um... And Wong is like, don't do the spell. And Strange is like, fine, I won't do this spell. And then he winks at Peter and he's like, I'm going to do the spell. Uh, and then they're going to go down to the basement they're going to do the spell. Yeah, so he's wearing the Eye of Agamotto. But, like, why are you wearing the Eye of Agamotto if there's no... It must still have some sort of power. Um, I'm sure it still channels something or, you know, something or other. Also, the Time Stone, who knows? Who knows what the situation is with that? I, I, because it's a time stone. I here's an interesting piece. I'm gonna pause again. When the spell goes wrong, because Peter is distracting Strange, and and it seems like he's sort of adding all these stipulations into it, making the spell more complex. When the spell bursts, there are. I'm gonna inch back. I'm going to inch back on my video. I really wish that I could do this. Like I would, I wish that I had the technology or the know-how or, uh, the time to do this where, uh, where I could like show you guys the video of what I'm talking about. But yeah, when he, when the spell goes wrong, a bunch of colors arc out of it. It's very, very interesting. So right off the bat here, I see, sort of a pinkish a bluish a red hue over there yeah and and then green um these sort of like arcs streaming out of it and then we go to black and then we come back again and we've got yeah we've got the blue stream red 
yellow. There looks like purple in the background. Maybe that's a lens flare. I don't know. Uh, and the green one. But these colors are very reminiscent of the Infinity Stones. Now, here's the thing. So this is this is in the comics. The Infinity Stones actually can't be destroyed because they are, as the Collector says in Guardians of the Galaxy, concentrated ingots of these, you know, elemental forces, right? The stuff that the universe is comprised of. Wong explains it as well in Infinity War, right? And I... I... You can destroy the ingots but you can't destroy the energy it's still it's the energy of the universe and now we're getting into the multiverse stuff it's the energy of the multiverse as well right so one of it's the the infinity stones are one of the constants throughout the multiverse is like there's there's as far as i understand it there's always a set of infinity stones um and i and so that energy bursting from this spell is very interesting now in loki spoilers for loki if you haven't watched it yet but in loki we've established that the multiverse is much bigger than the infinity stones uh it's it's a much bigger threat it's a much bigger there there are much bigger power sources out there than the infinity stones which up until this point we've been led to believe in the mcu at least that the infinity stones are everything and one of the ways that they've done that really well is that they've made other key artifacts in the in the marvel universe that are in the comics that are separate from the infinity gems in the comics uh they've made those actually the sources of the infinity stones in some instances so the tesseract is known in the comics as the cosmic cube I uh, but but in the MCU the Tesseract is the space gem it's the space stone um and then obviously as I've been talking about the Eye of Agamotto actually being the the time stone um which the Eye of Agamotto in in the comics is just the Eye of Agamotto I shouldn't say just it is one of the most powerful artifacts in the um, in in the Marvel Comics universe uh but yeah like like they, they they sort of smash some stuff together in order to uh, I, I I mean I think initially just as Easter eggs I think the cosmic cube being the tesseract was initially just like a oh cool look at this um, we're combining these two ideas I I and and obviously you know like like there was a, there was a longer plan there and I don't think that they had it all planned out and I don't think they have this multiverse stuff necessarily all planned out. Um, I think that they have the broader strokes and they know these are all of the pieces. Move them however you want. Just make sure when you're done, <laughs> it's, it's like, it's like, do whatever you want with my toys. <laughs> it's like Kevin Feige speaking, do whatever you want with my toys. But when you're done, just make sure you put Spider-Man right here. <laughs> Cause it's going to be important for Spider-Man to be right there because they're going to put Loki over there and they're going to put Wanda over there. Uh, and, uh, it's all going to come together eventually. Um, and the fantastic four and Kang and Ant-Man and quantum mania, yada, yada, yada. Um, 
one thing that I've seen a lot on Twitter right now uh, uh, the, the, this evening is people reacting and going, oh, because all of the memes for the all of all this year since since uh, WandaVision have been like, oh, Wanda and and Loki screwing up the multiverse, <laughs> causing all this chaos, <clears throat> and then Doctor Strange showing up, being like, oh, what did you guys do? I gotta fix this now. And then this trailer is like, no. <laughs> no, Kevin Feige must be so satisfied with himself at the moment because he's just like you guys have been, you guys have been barking up the wrong tree. I uh, because here's Doctor Strange messing with the multiverse as well, and uh, with you know at the behest of Spider Man, and uh, and causing all sorts of chaos. <clears throat> so it looks like Strange is just as responsible as those others. Um, and I, uh, I love it. I think it's fantastic because I actually think it's going to be it's going to be Ant-Man who has to come in and save the day again. And it's going to I think that there will be a joke in Quantum Mania of uh, uh, him doing stuff and dealing with Kang and being like, I because because look, I uh, uh, not Infinity War Endgame. Endgame doesn't happen without Scott Lang. It was it's his plan. It was his plan to to time travel back to before the stones were destroyed and get them uh, and undo everything, snap and bring everybody back. Uh, that was all him, and and they couldn't have done it without him and the quantum tunnel and all of that stuff. Um, and obviously everybody else. It's a team thing, so everybody contributes, but. Scott coming back, that rat is actually the hero. But Scott coming back, um, uh, uh, that rat is Sebastian uh, from uh, Suicide Squad, but in the MCU, because because we're talking about multiverse theory. Uh, uh, if you haven't seen the Suicide Squad, go watch it. Great movie. Um, or if you're in the states, watch it on HBO Max. Man, I'm so jealous. I just I would love to be able to just watch it again at home. Um but yeah, in any case, I think we're I think we're going to get through this one. It's going to be more chaos. We're going to get into multiverse of madness. It'll be even more chaos uh and all of that sort of stuff. And then Quantum Mania is going to be the one where it's like, oh, uh Ant-Man and Hank Pym, uh Scott and and Hank and along with, you know, uh uh, uh Janet and uh and Hope. Uh, they all have to, they have to, you know, start putting stuff back together. Um, uh, TVA in the quantum realm, calling it now. I, I, yeah, that's my, that is my expectation. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's get, let's get back into this trailer. I'm going to, I'm going to hit play again. Um, I just, I like, I like that we're seeing this side of Dr. Strange again. We haven't seen this since the first Dr. Strange movie. He is reckless and arrogant um and thinks that he is more in control of the situation than he actually is and i think post end game he's even more he's going to have even more hubris because he was right and they saved the day um i'm just i'm i'm going to pause here on this screenshot of doctor strange knocking spite knocking peter's astral form out of spider-man spider-man's holding some sort of an artifact in his hands uh in his hand in one hand 
It's some sort of a box. It has the Sanctum Sanctorum symbol on it. What does it mean? What could it possibly mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we see this this object anywhere else in the um, in the trailer. And so this the Sanctum. So the window on the Sanctum, the Eye of Agamotto. And this box all have the same sim symbolism symbology. Uh, uh, it's not the it's not exactly the same, but it's always the circle with the lines, right? I mean, it looks it looks very similar on this box, but this box has multiple sides, and each one looks like it's sort of got a different arrangement of the circle with the lines, um, which which reads to me as oh, these are uh, these are you know. Uh, like hexes or whatever um this is crazy this one shot of like they're in the grand canyon on a a a subway train from new york and then strange splits it into like multiple trains and surrounds them you know what the more that i think about it the more we go through this the more i think that this is just the first act of the movie and then they like sort it out but it doesn't uh maybe it doesn't take because then we've got Spidey on this uh, uh, highway, <clears throat> like this elevated um, highway freeway thing or whatever. I don't know New York, so um, he's in the Iron Spider suit, and we're gonna see in a second who comes out. We got. Would you get one shot of Happy, which is which is cool. Uh, so we know that he's in it for sure. Um, ooh, what was that behind you, Peter? What was that behind you in the next shot? Let's go back. Let's go back. What is that? What is that? So something. So Peter's standing there. He's in a suit in black. So let's go inch forward, inch forward. There's something in the dark and it comes out and it tries. Oh, is that? It's really hard to tell because it's so grainy. I think it might be one of. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's one of Doc Ox. Um that one of his tendrils but then something seems to hit it it's like an explosion maybe it's it looks mystical in nature maybe it's dr strange we do see a very large lightning bolt in the next shot uh yellow lightning bolt i'm gonna go ahead and assume that that's our good buddy electro jamie fox reprising that role and then yeah so this is sort of like the one two three because then we get the pumpkin bomb rolling in and we hear a little bit of laughing. It definitely sounds like Willem Dafoe's green goblin. Hard to mistake it. Um, and it, I mean, it is obvious. It is very obviously one of his pumpkin bombs from the first Spider-Man movie. Um, such a distinctive design looks fantastic. Uh, and then exploding uh, highway bridge thing. And then, and then, careful what you wish for, Parker. Who's that lady? I don't know. But then we get the Doc Ock tentacle coming out. And Alfred Molina. There he is. There he is in the green trench coat with the goggles. Uh, is he wearing goggles or is he wearing... I'm going to just go back for a second. Maybe he's just wearing the glasses right now. But uh, regardless, he's looking fantastic. Uh Peter in that suit again. Oh, he's just got the glasses on, but that's okay. He looks great. He's looking like Dr. Octopus 
fantastic. Um, yeah, I think maybe Peter's supposed to be on the way to his court date or something like that. And then, uh, yeah, I think we're getting multiple scenes here and I don't think, I don't think that we'll get all of them all at once, but, uh, but we are, let's see. Oh, I guess that's, uh, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I'm not going to pretend like I can figure out based on these signs what, uh, what, what the highway. I mean, it says 95 South one. Is that a one? Maybe it's a one South, uh, George Washington bridge, Newark, New Jersey. So yeah, I don't know. I guess they're on an on ramp to a bridge, whatever. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much it. That's pretty much the trailer getting uh, the Spider-Man no, no Way Home logo and uh, December 17th in premium formats exclusively in movie theaters everywhere. Hopefully this pandemic situation is a little bit more sorted out by the time we make it to December 17th. Um, it's been a little bit chaotic the last little bit. As I've said, I don't know if I said it on a podcast, but I just got to make it past uh, September 2nd, I guess at this point, I have my tickets for Shang-Chi. Uh, I, so we just got to kind of, I mean, they just announced in British Columbia, they just announced, uh, I sort of the, what's going to happen for over the next few months <clears throat> and, uh, vaccine passport or vaccine card. Basically you have to have proof of vaccination in order to go into, uh, uh, uh public, uh, not public places because it's not like they'll be like keeping you out of the shopping mall or something but like huh, things like like sporting events uh sounds like the movie theater which would be great make me very happy i'm gonna continue to wear my mask um i i just like i did for suicide squad i will wear my mask at shang chi um i'm gonna continue to be safe that's that's basically it. Oh, they're going to talk about schools tomorrow. They're going to announce what the plan is for the school year. Kara's starting kindergarten in a couple of weeks, so definitely keeping an eye on that. But I'm really hoping that like that that these new um, regulations—they're not really restrictions. It's re- it's just like, hey, uh, in order to go into these places, you're going to have to be vaccinated. Which which. It's unfortunate that we're at this point and we have to do this, but people are being unsafe. They are not following the rules. Uh, they are not getting vaccinated when they when they should be. Um, not keeping other people safe. People who are unable to get vaccines, it sounds like, aren't going to be able to... There aren't going to be exceptions made for those people, which it, that kind of sucks. Uh, but, but we're here at this juncture it's it really it it i hate it because it's it's punishing them but the people who misbehaved are really the people who didn't get vaccinated um and aren't wearing masks in public places and all that sort of stuff just spreading the virus around and letting the delta variant continue to proliferate and mutate before we can get a handle on things i yeah driving me nuts but hopefully by december 17th like here's the here's the real big hope i'm crossing my fingers on this one i i and and you know uh hoping for good vibes uh in whatever way uh you know that whatever that means uh that that these 
uh, under 12 vaccines get the whatever the doses or however they're looking at it, these trials get approved or the the not the trials get approved they're already doing the trials but the data from the trials leads to an approval so that um so that kids under 12 can start getting vaccinated uh i would be awesome if Kara could have her first dose before halloween so that we can go ahead and actually have halloween this year without being too worried about it um and uh yeah uh, uh, you know, do that, do that whole thing this year. It would be nice. It would be nice be able to go see Ghostbusters in the movie theater with her. It would be very nice. Um, and then, and then to be able to take her to this, obviously. Hopefully, she's gotten both of her shots by the time that we hit December seventeenth. Uh, uh, and you know, um, yeah, it, it's a uh, man. It's just, it's so frustrating, but hopefully the people who make these calls who may who 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 put these regulations and and uh policies in place uh i don't want to say the people in charge because we're in charge because we vote we represent ourselves but that's fine uh however you want to look at it um the people who are charged with the responsibility of these tasks i i who i don't envy Hopefully the things that they're putting into place uh, at the recommendation of scientists and doctors do enough to slow things down. Because the I think the most important thing to remember with this with this latest round, because it's not just happening here. I know that that these uh, the, the proof of vaccination stuff is happening all over the place. The reason to support it is this is not like lockdown. This is not. It's, it, this is a different situation. The point of these new measures and proof of vaccination is to allow us to get back to business as usual, but to do it in a way that everybody is safe in doing so. And, and that there's a there's some sort of a guarantee, because right now you got a lot of people lying about the fact that they've been vaccinated. The numbers prove that. Cause you go out in the world and everybody says they've got their two shots and the reality, I mean, here, the reality is that it's, it's, it's more than 25% of people out there who are eligible to be vaccinated have not been vaccinated. And the fact that I haven't encountered those people, um, in my day-to-day life is a very interesting, it's, it's, it's a very interesting, uh, way to look at it. You know, like it, 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 uh, it's not possible. Statistically speaking, uh, uh, I am encountering people who are not vaccinated, which is obviously the danger. Uh, uh, and, and even if you do have both of your shots, you can still get COVID and you can still carry it and spread it. So like, that's why I say I'm keep wearing my mask, even though I'm fully vaccinated. And I'll take a third shot whenever they offer it to me, like I said last week. But uh, uh, it's really just it's those people who have not gotten vaccinated yet. And look, I don't think I I, I, the, the vaccine was just approved by the FDA in the United States, which like is not the important part. The CDC recommending it is the important part. The FDA was just a I. It was an excuse that anti-vaxxers and uh, and 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 these right wing. Uh, alt right, I should say, uh, uh, mouthpieces were just using to uh, 
um, honestly manipulate people. I mean, that's, that's the reality of it is they're using fear to manipulate people and then saying it's, this is one of those, it's, I always say this when someone accuses you of doing something wrong, I would say nine times out of 10, which is a statistic I'm pulling out of my butt, but nine times out of 10, it's because that person is actively engaging in doing that wrong thing. So when somebody is like, Hey, don't, don't, uh, don't let that person bring that backpack in here. They're going to use it to steal stuff from this store. It's because that person has at some point in their life engaged in that activity. Uh, uh, that's, that's, that's my own personal uh, uh, belief. I, I don't trust people uh, in general. Um, when people say stuff like that, when people react like that, when people say like you're lying, it's usually because it's usually because they are in fact a liar. I, I, which I know is like the, it's one of those catch 22s. And then you guys could say to me, well, you said that people are lying about their vaccination status. I'll show you my vaccine card. I, <laughs> I've definitely been vaccinated, but that's the thing is that like, I, I, people who have been vaccinated, no problem. Nothing, nothing to be worried about. You got your status there. You got your card. It's not about controlling people. It's about public safety. It's about social responsibility. Um, and if you can't understand that, I just don't know. But I don't think those people, those individuals who are are you know parroting those 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 marching orders from uh, the the right wing uh, nut job conservative pundits, blah blah blah. Take your pick. Um, they're not going to be convinced one way or another. You're, you're never going to, you're never going to sway them and putting these regulations in place just means they're going to show up and they're just going to scream at, uh, at the poor, unfortunate, uh, people who are definitely not getting paid enough to deal with that nonsense. So disrespectful. It's so upsetting. It's so frustrating. Cause you know, like the guy at the grocery store, he is not making enough money to put up with your nonsense. He is not. It's totally unfair. Um, they, their jobs are difficult enough and they are paid low enough as it is. You don't need to add this on top of it. So that's where I get like, it's, it's not even, I don't even, it, that's where the whole like, Hey, you're denying science and being an idiot and putting other people in danger. That doesn't even come into that argument. It doesn't need to, because right at the outset, just the lack of respect for people just trying to do their jobs, uh, thankless jobs. Like I said, they're not getting paid enough. It just, that pisses me off before you even get to the fact that it's like, you are endangering that person as well, spitting in their face as you yell at them. Uh, and, I uh, and, and, and you're denying science, which I don't have any patience or time for. Um, yeah, it's frustrating. But but I do think that there are some people that are on the fence. There are some people who are hemming and hawing or hesitant for whatever reason. And those people, I, I think, are now going to get sort of motivated and pushed into it. And then we can hit that 80% mark that we need to hit. It's somewhere around 80%. I can't remember what the exact stat is, but it's somewhere around 80%. We got to hit that. And then, and then that's sort of the tipping point where... Um, the hope theoretically and again that is science is theory right it's hypothesis and the scientific method is a way of 
um, uh, you know, using evidence to support a hypothesis. It's, it's, I always want to be careful when I'm talking about this stuff of like, you're not really proving anything. Very, very few theories get proven, right? Like it's like, uh, the theory of relativity is a theory, right? I, I, we have theories of gravity and we have evidence to support those hypotheses, but, um, but, but, you know, the theory of evolution is a theory. Uh, I mean, like we take them as academic fact at this point because they are pretty hard to disprove. Um, but, I, I, absence of proof is not proof, uh, uh, which is the thing. Um, but I, 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 sorry, I didn't finish that thought. Absence of proof is not proof of absence is the full saying, but you guys get the, what I'm saying, right? I, yeah, it's like, like, you know, like trusting in science is not trusting the facts blindly that other people tell you. Trusting in science is trusting in the scientific method. It's trusting in, uh, I, the, the, the process of, you know, having a hypothesis, performing an experiment and coming to a conclusion based on that experiment something becomes a scientific fact when that experiment is replicated successfully and and you know i i the outcomes point in a in a in a similar or same direction and some some things are easier than others right we know that gravity is a force uh because any one of us can pick up any object that is next to us and drop it and see that it falls to the ground um it's harder to observe the fact that, you know, we're on a globe, uh, a big ball of dirt spinning around the sun, which is itself spinning around the core of the galaxy. And the galaxy itself is uh, possibly spinning. I'm not 100% sure on the science on this one. Is it spinning around the core of the universe? There is no... The, the problem with the universe is that the only thing that we know about the universe is what's observable to us, which is, um, which is only the light that has been able to travel to us so far. That's how, so there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a radius <laughs> of how much of the, of the, the, the universe we can observe that's what we when people say the known universe that's what we're talking about as opposed to the uh uh potential infinity of the universe um uh, which we expect is out there but cannot be proven because i mean cannot be seen but can be proven through theory i uh, i uh, by looking at materials in the universe in the known universe and their trajectories and and uh and understanding that some of the light that we're looking at that is hitting us now is from billions of years ago blah 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 oh my god this is so boring isn't it um i'm just being a huge nerd which is appropriate coming off of spider-man but i i yeah there's a reason why that character really hits with a lot of us <laughs> in the fan community because we are also massive science nerds and uh, yeah 
Anyways, I'm boring myself with this conversation. Probably boring you guys. I hope that you enjoyed me breaking down the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer. Um, There's a lot of stuff in there, you know, that's worth talking about that I didn't get into that maybe we'll get into in the future. Uh, One thing that I think is really important to note for everybody is I I don't take Doctor Strange's successes uh, in his MCU appearances as an indicator of his current skill level or aptitude. Stephen Strange is a genius, much like Tony Stark. Huh, go figure. Uh, He has the ability to absorb a great deal of information at an astonishing rate, much like Tony Stark. Uh, And he is also very good at ignoring the Dunning-Kruger effect and getting in way over his head leaping before looking thinking that he is capable of more than he actually is much like tony stark in the same way that at the beginning of age of ultron tony is like i'm just gonna take this cosmic object that i don't fully understand and recognize that there's some sort of an artificial but actually not artificial and synthetic but not really synthetic just not understandable by his definition of a mind uh, uh, inside this object and I am going to use it to create an artificial intelligence that's going to become Ultron and is going to try and destroy the world in the same way that Tony does that Stephen Strange is going to try and help Peter Parker because I mean, they are they are colleagues. They are maybe even friends. I don't know. Uh, the trailer is kind of pointing towards that. And also because, uh, like Barney Stinson in How I Met Your Mother, it, uh, when a challenge is presented, he can't back down. And I think that I think that that is more so what's at play here than anything. I, uh, which you know, I, I yeah, it's, uh, yeah. Stephen Strange, when he is presented with uh, with a no, uh, doubles down on the yes. And we see it in the trailer, Wong telling him, don't do it. And he says, I won't. And then he winks because he's going to do it anyways. Because he wants to believe that he is, um, that being the Sorcerer Supreme, he is destined to be the Sorcerer Supreme. I, he d- Evidence shows that he is not quite there yet. And of course it's a, it's a continual learning process. Um, but Stephen strange really big on thinking that he knows everything and that he's the smartest person in the room, which sometimes he is, but if Wong's in the room, then he's not. Um, and I love their dynamic and it's fantastic. And I can't wait to see more of it. Uh, uh, Wong is such a great character. One of the most underrated, but important characters in the MCU. Uh, what a fantastic character. Um, yeah. So strange acting in this very arrogant, very, uh, I love it because he's like admonishing Peter at the same time that he is the one screwing up the spell because it's, it's above his skill level. And it's like, this is your fault. And he's definitely, he's, (laughs) yeah, it's like, maybe you shouldn't have done it in the first place. Strange, but 
We'll talk more about that stuff in December after we've seen Spider-Man No Way Home. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks for hanging out. 55 minutes. Look at that. Uh, uh, We did it. Hey, 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 hey. We did it. Good job, us. Uh, This is a team effort because you know what? I couldn't talk for an hour about Spider-Man, the MCU, and uh, my ridiculous misunderstanding of science. There, That's me trying to account for the fact that uh, that the Dunning-Kruger effect exists and uh, that I think I have a lot of knowledge, but I just have a little bit of knowledge about some of this stuff and have I'm overconfident about how much knowledge I actually have. So please, please, please be feel free to hit me on Twitter. Don't hit me up. Just hit me on Twitter with uh, large objects and tell me that my science is, is uh, not fully understood. It's fine by me. I'm an artist anyways. doesn't matter. No, no, no skin off my nose. Uh, but thank you guys for listening. And thank you because, like I'm saying, if you guys weren't listening, I would not have the ability on a Monday night at 1023 to be talking like this. Very tired. Want to go to sleep. Got a headache. My eyes hurt. Uh, it was a very busy weekend. It was Cara's birthday, and we went to the water park the day after. I mean, like, it was her birthday party, and then it was technically her birthday. And on the day that it was technically her birthday, we went to the water park. Which is exhausting. I don't know if you know that. Oh, listen to this before bed, I guess. Is that some ASMR right there? Me yawning like that? Um, yeah. the Going to the water park is an exhausting endeavor regardless uh but when you are as i like to say closer to 40 than you are to 30 uh and uh, dealing with two children uh uh yeah it's exhausting i'm very tired so that's it we're done we're done here we're done go about your business go listen to another podcast uh i you know i Bad Batch is done for the season, so you can listen to all of Rebel Cells. Uh, or, I don't know, maybe go listen to the Riverdale Gang, because Riverdale's back. Or go listen to The Saga Continues. Go listen to somebody who's got some energy. Talk about something more interesting than me blabbering about uh, the universe expanding. That's it for this one. I'll be back next week with Amanda for a regular episode of the Thunderquack podcast. Something else will be taking the place of metaphysical fiction. I don't know how clear I was about that at the beginning before I got off on tangents. I don't know what that is yet, but hey, I just bought myself four weeks to figure it out. So with that, we're done here. Thank you guys for listening. We will catch you on the next episode. And uh, I guess since I'm by myself, I'll use my off-the-record sign-off, which is stay frosty. Follow the Thunderquack Podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook by searching the Thunderquack Podcast. You can support us in three ways. First, by heading to the podcast service of your choice and leaving a rating and review. Second, by going to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch from your favorite podcasts. And last but not least, by heading to patreon.com thunderquack to kick in with your monthly pledge of support and get cool rewards like early access and extended episodes. 
The Thunderquack Podcast is the official podcast of Thunderquack.com. Head to Thunderquack.com to discover more great podcasts.